August 10th, the Abbaology Insider Intensive, an online Bible school launches. Let's talk about it. Abbaology Insiders, welcome. I'm Jake Stringer, your host and founder of the Abbaology Movement. This podcast is dedicated to transitioning you from legal, judicial, and courtroom concepts of God to a 100% familial reality with Him. I want to assume some things about you. You're here because you're ready, you do not want me to hold back, and you're hungry. So join me as we embark on this journey to transition from theology to Abbaology. Okay, everybody, I want to give you an in-depth explanation of the Abbaology Insider Intensive. This is a six-month online Bible school that I'm teaching that will take place in a closed Facebook group. It begins August 10th. So if you haven't, go to abbaology.net and you will find there, if you just click on Abbaology Insider Intensive, I've got an eight-minute video they're explaining what each month is um, and the pricing of the Bible school and the heart behind it and everything like that. There's also a shorter 90-second promo video on there you can watch. So do that, abbaology.net. This starts in about five weeks, and the goal of this Bible school is to transition you once and for all from legal, judicial, and courtroom concepts of the divine, of, of God, into a familial Abba reality. And so it's designed so we're, we are, we're deconstructing lies, but at the same time reconstructing a very healthy family dynamic. Too often people are deconstructing, and that's really fun. I did it. But then if you're not also reconstructing something healthy that can withstand scrutiny when you study it out, and that actually is the heart of Abba, a lot of people find themselves disillusioned and they feel like they've lost their faith. Really what's happening is you're losing that version of your faith, which is a good thing because that version wasn't viable for you going forward. A lot of times what you were handed as a kid works for a certain amount of time, and when it stops working, some people walk away, and some people uh, will stay there frustrated, Some maybe because they don't want to go to hell, or they fear the wrath of God, or whatever. Usually it's some sort of fear-based version. They don't want to lose their salvation. And then other people start excavating, and and you feel something inside that says, this is not sitting right with me. There has to be something else. And this is a great time to excavate, where we have Google and we have concordances and Bible Hub and all that stuff at the touch of a fingertip on our devices. And in an instant, your whole belief system can shift because you realize a passage was translated incorrectly or you didn't read the whole thing in its context or whatever it is. So some people start excavating, and that's when your faith becomes your own. And so I do have the heart of an excavator, and this Bible school is 11 years of study and dozens and dozens of books that I've read and individual study and time in the Bible and concordance and life experience and time with Abba, just hanging out at him sharing his heart with me. Um, 
It's all of those things combined into the most potent truths and transformational truths. So the format each month is as follows. On Monday nights, I'm going to go live inside of our closed Facebook group that you gain access to once you purchase the Insider Intensive, either monthly or all at once. And this is a community and there's going to be other people on the same journey as you that you can connect with. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to be a family in there. But on Monday nights, I'm going to go live and teach live. And then on Thursday night, I'm going to go live again inside the Facebook group for question and response pertaining to the previous Monday's teaching. So you'll have three days to chew on it, to to take the nutrients out of it, to come up with questions. And then you can ask those live on Thursday night. I'll do that every week each month, every week for six months. I'm also going to go live once a month with like a bonus session, a bonus teaching on whatever I feel like in my heart we need to talk about or we need to emphasize. And it could be totally out of left field. It's whatever Abba is highlighting. The Insider Intensive breaks down like this. It's a different subject each month meant to, uh, to prepare you for the next month. And also, you know, get you ready to retain and be able to handle on your theological construct if you picture it as a house. So we're building foundation the first couple months so that then we can build rapidly and transformationally on top of that solid foundation. So month one is called Bible Hacks, and these are interpretive tools that a lot of scholars have in their tool belt. But honestly, not a lot of preachers and teachers and not a lot of us. Things like audience relevance, time statements, covenant, historical context, the law of first mention. These are tools in our interpretive tool belt that when we don't have them, the Bible can become confusing and burdensome and very difficult to understand. When you get some of these things in place, it's going to blow your mind how much especially the New Testament begins to line up, begins to make sense. So we're going to spend a whole month on those. You know, here's an example of a time statement. Uh, Revelation 1, verse 1, says that the revelation of Jesus Christ and things that must shortly come to pass. So in A.D. 67-68, John says, these are things that must shortly come come to pass. So that's a time statement. He's about to start uh, releasing prophetic symbols. Remember what he says in verse 6 or 7 that the book is signified or it's symbolized. It's not a literal book. And we'll get into some of that. We're going to talk about the book of Revelation in month two. But he makes a time statement. Even Jesus said in Matthew 24, 34, these things shall take place before some of you standing here, before this generation actually passes away. So in AD 31, 32, or sorry, 28 or 29, Jesus says the stuff I'm describing is has to take place before this generation. And that word genea means contemporary generation. The people living at the same time Jesus was living passes away. 
So that's a time statement. So he, he prophesies things that are going to happen, and then he puts a time statement on it. Okay, so when we don't know about time statements, we can then read, we read right over him saying that, but he's putting a time restriction on it. So if, if what he's saying didn't happen in the time frame he prophesied, then Jesus becomes a false prophet. John becomes a false prophet. Peter and Paul become false prophets if some of their time statements, a lot of them were having to do with eschatology or uh, the study of the last days or last things, which I grew up being taught were global things. Uh, and then we're going to, this This is a good transition into month two. So month one is things like that. What's going on historically? Also, uh, how were Jewish people, who is who Jesus was sent to, understanding the terminology he uses? Because if we don't know that, we can make some of his terminology mean whatever we need it to mean to fit our theology. I don't want to do that. The theological term for reading into the scripture your pre-existing way of thinking, viewing things, or paradigm is called eisegesis. You're reading into it. We want to exegete, or we want to engage in exegesis, which is pulling what is actually there out and then forming our beliefs from what is really there. And a lot of times that's way different than what we've been taught. (laughs) So there's going to be a lot of deconstructing things that we've always been taught, but also reconstructing. So after we spend a month on that, putting some tools in your tool belt, so from that point forward, the rest of your life, you will not be susceptible to BCD, Biblical Confusion Disorder. Month two is law and grace. So I believe that grace is the foundation after we have some tools in our tool belt, understanding grace and law, performance uh, versus resting in the finished work of Jesus Christ, realizing you were never even under the law, um, that only the Jewish people were under that covenant, but a lot of us grew up in legalistic church and it felt like we were under the law. Um, and what you're going to get in that month, I, I think it's important to go back to that because that was years 2010, 2011 for me. It's important to go back to that because we can't build anything if you don't have a foundation of grace. So Paul told us, however, to grow in grace. I've mentioned on this podcast before, I thought that grace was the whole auditorium. I got that from a friend of mine, Nathan Blouse, but actually grace is just the foyer. But you have to walk through the foyer to get to the rest of the rooms in the auditorium, okay? So it's all about law and grace. You know, if you're familiar with Joseph Prince or uh, Andrew Womack or Ryan Rufus, this is going to be, of course, it's a little bit different because I have some views that are different than those guys, but their emphasis is on law and grace. So we're going to get a grace foundation. You're going to understand old and new covenant. And now you are in a posture of power. Your foundation is laid and you're ready to really start framing on top of your new foundation. Now, if you're somebody that already has a grace revelation, it's going to be different coming out of me. Okay, and then the other nine years of my theological journey are, I see my grace transition through that lens now. And so it's going to help you grow as well. Month three is the natural what I believe is the natural progression 
uh, what Dr. Lynn Hiles calls the eschatology of grace. In month three, we're going to talk about rapture theory, and we're going to talk about eschatology. We're going to revisit it. We're going to talk about how the rapture is a totally man-made doctrine that's only 190 years old, was never taught or believed, they had never even been heard of, by any reputable theologians. We're going to go through some eschatological passages uh, that famously bring a lot of confusion. 1 Thessalonians 4, Matthew 24, Luke 21, Revelation, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, when Paul says we that at that time when he was writing, that's a big key. He says at the time he was writing, not in the year 2020, that he was living at the ends of the ages meaning it was the back end of the Old Covenant and the front end of the New Covenant. This will change your life. (laughs) You will begin to understand the kingdom. You will remember you do have a purpose in your life. Uh, You'll feel empowered. You'll want to not be evacuation-minded, but occupation-minded. You'll see value in making your immediate sphere and your community better, bringing heaven to earth. Remember, Jesus prayed that heaven would come here. Okay, now, heaven, yes, it's above somewhere, but it's really in you, because to a Jew, heaven was the holy of holies in the temple. It was where God's presence was. Now, let me ask you, where is God's presence now? It's in you. You are the new temple, which means you are hev- heaven is inside you, and when you release it, heaven becomes all around. Things get better. So, when, when people that have this revelation live in cities... Cities can't stay the same. Say this out loud. My city can't stay the same because I'm living here. My family can't stay this. Oh, I feel the Holy Spirit. (laughs) My family can't stay the same because I'm living here. This world won't stay the same because I'm living here. We're not just trying to crawl into heaven, guys. Okay? Jesus has given us a powerful gospel. Month four is when we start shifting towards Abbaology, and we need to talk about some stuff that is preventing intimacy with Abba, okay? And month four is the doctrine of hell, of eternal conscious torment. We're going to spend a whole month on this. Remember, when you're in this group, this is a closed Facebook group. If you don't want anybody to know that you're learning about these subjects, they don't have to know. But it is also going to be a community There's going to be other people in here that are also on this same theological journey into Abbaology, people that are curious the same ways you are, that you can connect with on Messenger. If they live nearby, you can meet up with them. It's going to be awesome. So we talk about that in month four. Month five is the doctrine of original sin. Sorry, I had something stuck in my throat. Or original innocence. We're going to talk about our origin, We're going to talk about how Adam is not our daddy, the father is. Jesus never said Adam is your father or your origin, but he did say over and over and over and over and over that Abba is our pater, is our origin, our progenitor, all aspects of him, masculine and feminine. That's where we come from. Male and female came out of God. And that before the foundation of the world, You were perfect and blameless before him, and you're just now manifesting in the earth. (laughs) That you, your Genesis is is Ephesians 1 and Genesis 1, not Genesis 3. Okay, Adam is not God. Abba, Jesus, Holy Spirit, they're the divine. 
and Adam would be God if he was your origin. So we're going to go through some key passages, Romans chapter 5, Genesis chapter 4, which is actually the first time sin is mentioned, is not even in the garden account. It is mentioned for the first time in Genesis chapter 4, and it's outside of Cain. God actually says sin is crouching at your door. So I'm just trying to give you a little taste of it, but there's going to be much more. And in Romans chapter 5, it says that death passed to all men. Sin entered the world. It never says it entered every man. It says sin entered the world, or I believe that's a wrong identity. The embracing of a false mindset of guilt and separation entered the world, and that caused death. Not just when you physically die, but living ignorant of the fact that you come from Abba and you are fearfully and wonderfully made and that he's your loving, accepting father, not a taskmaster that'll kick you to the curb every time you mess up. Living without that revelation of family is death. And that passed to all men and then was was perpetuated generationally through separation-based teaching. And that's one of the reasons Jesus came, is he came to show us the union that we've always had, we're just ignorant of. Now, obviously, you hear me getting a little passionate. I cannot wait. Um, And then month six, guys, is Abbaology. And that's when we start picturing the family of God walking... uh, free from judicial and legal concepts, having the understanding that the covenantal transition was for the Jewish people in the first century. That was not for us. We are sons and daughters, and they were too. That covenantal language was a way of God coming into what was familiar to them. Covenantal language is what the Jewish people in the first century were comfortable with. It was the language they had spoken for 1,500 years. So, New Covenant language is God coming into their box, just as he does all through the scriptures, which we're going to talk about in month one. God speaks to humanity and his people according to what to the language they're comfortable with and their, their capacity to understand what he's trying to say and what he's trying to do. But throughout time, he's been shifting humanity into a family reality. So this is why I call it Abbaology Insiders, because this is a pioneering message. So this is, I believe, the front edge of what God is doing. And you see it if you look around. You've probably already been exposed to numerous teachers and preachers teaching this a similar thing, teaching the same thing. It's because the revelation of Abba is really gaining momentum and beginning to cover the earth. And it's uncomplicating walking with God for millions of people. But a lot of us need to go through the Bible uh, to kind of, you know, like if you, uh, have you ever rolled up a hose? And when you roll it up, you get it all in a perfect circle by the house and it's great. And then when you go to use it in a week, you go to unravel that thing, and somehow there's like eight different knots that you have to slowly undo until that hose is straight again. So some of us have to go through, and we have to unravel those knots where people knotted us up with bad teaching, uh, fear-based doctrines, things like that. But I'm telling you, once that hose is 
is unknotted. The water flows powerfully. Now I'm starting to get excited. So I wanted to give an in-depth breakdown of that. If you go online, you'll see the pricing of this. So it does cost money. This is 11 years of study condensed into six months. Some, it's an average price for Christian universities to be between 15 and 35,000 per year. Okay, that's a ton of money. Uh, my brother went to, uh, or my sister went to Cedarville University, and tuition there is $35,000 a year. Now, that's a good school, lots of good people, but you're not going to receive transformational revelation even after four years. So the insider intensive is going to transform your mind and your walk with God in six months. And in the process, it's online. Nobody has to know you're in there. Um, I know a lot of pastors I've talked to are interested in this because they want to be anonymous to their boards, uh, to their congregation. These are This gives them an outlet to study things that are on their heart but they can't necessarily talk about on Sundays. And I totally get that because look, I was a pastor for five and a half years. I understand. Also, you can meet a lot of people that are deconstructing and reconstructing feel like they're the only person in their county that's going through this process. And in this closed Facebook group, you're going to realize, oh my gosh, there's people everywhere, including in my area that are going through this, that I can connect with. And it's going to be very beautiful because that's a small picture of family, of Abba. We want to become a family in there. You have the option to pay monthly or all at once. So go to abbaology.net, watch the in-depth video. A lot of it is what I said here, but a few other things are emphasized. And then talk to Abba about it, okay? I think it's going to be so worth it for you. God bless you guys. See you next time.